Good morning, and welcome to OPO, Ontario's Riviera, and I'm your host, Cam Hager. Today is February 19th, 2021. In this episode, we will be discussing the time I almost got kidnapped with some friends in 2018. It all started on a gloomy night at the end of August. I was at a sleepover with a couple of my buddies having a good time and playing video games. Then, one of my friends asked to go play Manhunt outside all around Munster. Keep in mind, Munster is a very dark and small community, so catching people wasn't extremely hard for the hunters. Since we were all full of energy, we decided to go out. Once we were ready to head out, it was around 1 at night. We started off at my friend's house, where the sleepover was being held, and decided who was going to be it. We had six people, so we decided to split into duos. My duo and I thankfully weren't chosen. Before we ran off, we all decided to make some rules and boundaries, just like any other manhunt game. The most important rule, call everyone if something is wrong. Usually that's not a big problem, because in Munster there are not a lot of people coming in and out that late at night. But on this one night, we were glad we said it. So, we all run off in different directions, and my duo and I decide to head to the opposite side of Munster to have as much time as possible to think of our next move. Since we got so far away, we decided to go on our phones. I guess you could say we were cheating, because if you looked on the Snapchat map, it told us exactly where they were, but that's besides the point. Anyway, we decided to make a move because we were so bored of just sitting around. We ended up going to the middle of Munster, near the school. If you didn't know, the school in Munster has been closed for a few years now and it has only been used a couple of times since, so it's a very edgy place to be around, especially at night. We made our way to the school without being seen. As we were sitting at the school, we saw the other groups sprinting through the field as though they were being chased, so we went a little closer to get a better view. As we got closer, we realized they weren't being chased by the other group, so we were really confused and paranoid. We immediately ran back to the school to make sure no one was sneaking up on us, and to our surprise, no one was there. While we were discussing on what might have happened, we see a black truck driving awfully slow on the main road with their windows down, eyeing down the fields. Honestly, seeing a vehicle on the road at 1 a.m. in Munster is a little suspicious itself, because Munster is literally in the middle of nowhere. The fact that it was a black truck going 15 in a 50 with its windows down made it even more suspicious. So we wait until the truck got out of sight, then we ran towards the group that crossed the field. When we turn the corner, we see the other group jump into a bush. Seconds later, the truck comes on the street that we were on. We hear the other group yell at us to go to the bush, so me and my partner ran as fast as we could to that bush and slid behind it. We all lay down in complete silence. Thankfully, the truck did not see us, and they drove right by. After that intense pause, they tell us about how that truck has been following them for a while. They said it came into Munster about 25 minutes ago. Obviously, our first instinct was to call the other group right away. They pick up really quickly, and we tell them about how the other team got chased, and to look out for a black truck. We also said to meet them at the house, but that's when the worst news came. They were on the opposite side of Munster. So were we, but we were a little bit closer than they were. We planned out the four of us would try to bait the trucks so that the other group could get home safely. This may have not been the smartest plan, but we are going to take a chance. 
Keep in mind, the reason why we have the Baker truck is because they have to run across a wide open soccer field or go on the main road, which is really risky. So, we were on our way to find the truck. To find the truck, but also keep our distance, we have to listen very carefully and time it perfectly so that they would notice us just as we drove by. We hid in the ditch on the street we knew was coming down with the group on the phone. In order for this to work, we had to jump out just a few seconds after it drove by, and that's exactly what we did. They didn't come to a complete stop when we drove by, but they definitely slowed down. As we were running the other way, we let the other group know that it was their time to run. The quadrant was probably the best one this situation could have thought down. It was shaped in a new form with a streak going straight across, kind of like an A. Back to when we were running away. The truck turned down the road in the middle that went across the U, thinking that they were going to cut us off by going the other way. But as soon as we saw them turn that corner, we ran straight back from where we came from. We went towards the street that goes straight across the U and saw that they were on the other side turning to cut us off from where they thought we were going to end up. So we sprint down that street as fast as we could to the field we crossed earlier. Not knowing if the group made it or not, we crossed the field. We get to the street across the field and see that the other group was running down the road. It was such a big relief to see them, knowing that our plan worked, but we were still weren't home. The run home was going to be easy, because the quadrant my friend lived in, there was pretty much three ways to get there, and all of them had a walking trail connecting each other. Obviously, we took the fastest route to get home quicker, but as soon as we walk in the door, we look out the window to see the truck slowly driving by looking for us. To this day, I still wonder what could have happened if we were just a second later. Thanks for tuning in to OEO. Until next time, bigger folks.